how incoherent do we want to get for episode 11 <laughs> of Soccer Situations? It's already pretty incoherent. No, we got a good, solid agenda here to look at. That's Alex. true. we got a lot to get through. So a lot much. to get through today. Um, yeah, welcome to episode 11. Uh, there's so much to talk about. There was just a huge, huge weekend of shock results. Um, lots of drama off the pitch as well. Um, so should we just dive in? What do you think? Yeah, do we you? can just get yeah. right into it. We're, uh, yeah, I think there's enough to talk about today. We just dive right in. Just as a prologue, there was a West London Derby um, with Chelsea hosting Fulham. Um, a pretty interesting nil-nil. Mostly that. interesting. Just the biggest point is everyone's kind of laughing because Chelsea was unable to score after spending so much money on nothing but attackers in January. Yeah. I think that's like a... It's pretty predictable. Um, yeah. The individual talent did shine. You know, Enzo looked good. Of course. Madrid looked good. But, um, yeah, they looked super disjointed still, and that's obvious. Yeah, how do you bet in a whole new team, basically? Yeah, it's going to be a little tough. It's going to take time. Um, they'll definitely be able to brute force their way through a couple fixtures because it is a really impressive um, array of talent, for sure. Yeah, any of those guys can pull out a worldie at R- any moment. Right, right. Um. But, yeah, we'll see how it comes together. Um, But after that, Saturday kicked off. Um, I was really hoping for just, like, a slam dunk on Everton. Um, Arsenal beat Man United this year, so they had to find a different way to let me down. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. This is is becoming a thing for Arsenal. The, The Everton's our team. We can't beat, apparently. I don't know why, even when they're horrible. Yeah, I was not aware of that as an ongoing thing, and what an awful, embarrassing um, curse to have. I thought we put it right at the end of last season when we smashed them like 5-1. <laughs> and I thought it was like, all right, they just took it out on them, and now we're back to being able to beat them again. I mean, the new manager bounce was unbelievable. It was one of the most cliche bounces I've ever seen. Um, I was going to say, early in the game, I was pretty convinced they were going to blow themselves out. Mm-hmm. And, and Me collapse. too. I was like, Arsenal are definitely going to bag a couple late ones. Yeah. Um, there was an incident where an Evertonian played it off Saka for a throw. And um, I think, oh, it's Tarkovsky, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, the camera was right there on the touchline. And Saka was laughing and giggling. And Tarkovsky, this is probably in the seventh minute or so, I feel like. And Tarkovsky was huffing and puffing already. Yeah. And I was like, there's no way they're going to go the distance in this game. Um, but I was wrong about that. Yeah. that I mean, I think the energy of the crowd, that place was insane. And they did they, – the substitutions were timed. you got to give Dice credit. The substitutions were timed well. Yeah. yeah. Like, as soon as a player was seeming, like ran himself into the ground, all of a sudden he was off and there was another player to step in his place and do the same thing. It was just – yeah. I mean, it was a masterful performance by Dice. Yeah, Dice masterclass. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Arsenal had their a couple of chances, but for the most part, they were not really in that game. Yeah, it ended up being Tarkovsky with the winner, and I thought that was really funny. Um because I remember specifically ripping on Everton for signing him as a Burnley cast-off. Right. Yeah, and now he's reunited with Daddy, and they're just causing damage already. Causing damage. Iwobi for, back out on the wing again. Everyone was raving about Iwobi as a midfielder all season long, as Lampard's team just was horrible. And then as soon as Dyche came in, classic football, he's like, get that guy back on the wing. Um, get him out there we're gonna hoof some balls forward and let him chase it what did you think about his performance he didn't really catch my eye uh he was fine yeah i thought he looked a lot like he did on the wing for arsenal sure 
very mediocre. Yeah. Um, I do think his performances in the midfield have been promising. Sure. So it'll be interesting to see if Dyche moves him back there when he has time to figure things out or if he just sees him as a winger. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, um, <clears throat> I mean, I, it looked to me like Dyche found his blueprint right away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's just put everyone behind the ball. We'll see uh, if it maintains. That seemed that performance was too good to be true. Yeah. Um, I always can't help but think when uh, a team turns it around that dramatically of the previous manager watching the game and being super mad about it. Yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Because it's case, such a slap Lam- in the face. Yeah, Lampard just pacing around being like, what the fuck, man? Like, this is – oh, it's got to be – Where was this energy the entire yeah. time I was managing He's got to just be yelling what the fuck at the <laughs> yeah. TV over and over again the yeah. whole time. Because you know it's – immediately that's you. It's on you. Yeah. They hated you. It's so embarrassing. Yeah. It has to be, right? It has to be, yeah. As a manager, it's got to be so embarrassing. Tough. Same thing happened to Stevie G when Unai came in. Yeah, yep. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. But I guess when you're losing and the team's just frustrated with you, yeah, they're all so relieved the moment you're gone. Yeah. Even if you had like decent relationships with players, the, mm-hmm. as a whole, the team is just such it's such a relief. Yep. Yeah, that was a yeah. Tough that was one. a tough one. Um, you know, you could have gone eleven clear. Yeah. Uh, as things panned out, you're still eight clear. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's not the worst. That luckily, uh, Tottenham, our our lovely neighbors, did us a favor. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about Tottenham City. We can, okay. We can go back. Why? Why chronological? Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was a, a sh- another shock result. Would you say? I would say, based on in form, like I mean, I, I know City have had moments. But as a whole, on form by the season, Tottenham have not been great. No, definitely not. They have shown up for some big games, though. Yeah. Yeah, they're kind of, I feel like... Uh, they're definitely like the mystery club of the season. Yeah. I feel like there's always one of the big big six teams that is like that. Yeah. Where they're having a really rough year, but they somehow win the games against the big six all the time. Tottenham's done that a few times, where they've beaten City like twice in a season, and... Uh, but they've still been terrible. Yeah, if we're going to be snide, I'm trying to be more diplomatic more and more as the pod goes on. More balanced in our in our opinions, but like <laughs> to dunk on Tottenham a little bit more. <laughs> I feel like it has long been their MO to have a little bit of a Napoleon complex and just show up for those games. Yeah. You know what I mean? When yeah. they're punching up. They like to punch up. Yeah, they certainly do. Um, in this game, though, Harry Kane scored, um, won the game, and became Tottenham's all-time leading goal scorer yeah and in, in the process a big deal they made a very big deal out of it <laughs> yeah I mean a very big yeah, deal they, out of it Tottenham likes to do that dude but I mean the BBC <laughs> too is like the main headline they like in a day where City was charged with a hundred breaches of financial regulations that's yeah, true that is ridiculous Harry Kane like breaking the record was still up there I and mean, we all know how oh. over the top England is about Kane yeah think of all the things that he does that they overlook I know it's funny, um, and also like he he's only gonna win individual plaudits, so they yeah. have to really give it to him. When it's he true. Gets one. That's true. You know, this is his golden moment. <laughs> this is like his uh, Ronaldo Saudi World Cup. Yeah, exactly. Moment. Exactly. Um, but no, obviously it is. A, it's a. It's. I mean, a decent yeah. goal return. You gotta give it to him. He scores goals. He's indeed. He's he's good at doing that. He's been one of the best strikers in the league. Now Holland has blown him out of the water, but he's been in the golden boot race every year pretty much. So I was expecting a super mediocre game, um, Liverpool and Wolves. Um, 
And it was more exciting than I thought because Wolves turned up and they actually played some decent – well, I'm not going to say great football, but they scored three <laughs> goals. The Neves goal was nice. Their first goal was lucky, a lucky deflection. Um, but Liverpool were a hot mess once again. Just this time we were a mess enough that it was actually entertaining for a neutral. I, <laughs> I mean, Wolves can be a fun team to watch when they're – when they're playing well. Not that they had to be playing well to beat Liverpool yeah, in that no, game. <laughs> no, they didn't. They didn't. It was real slapstick defense. Yeah. Um, yeah, as of this loss, um, Liverpool have now um, lost as many games as they have in the previous three seasons combined. Wild. Yeah. Wild stuff. Yeah, wild, wild stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke for our listeners in their 80s. Um, but... Um, yeah, yeah. So we tied that record, and on the horizon we have um, the Merseyside Derby. We've got Manchester United. We've got Real Madrid. Merseyside uh, against a rejuvenated Everton team. That's going to be yeah. Brutal. That, oh, that's, they're they're going to bully. Is us. that at Goodison? They're going to bully us, dude. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's home, but it's not going to change anything. Yeah, they're still going to bully us. Yeah, they better hope Dyche's energy burns out by then. Um. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, Liverpool are clearly in, like, some kind of, like, anxiety paralysis right now. Um, They can barely play football. I've seen this once or twice before with them, so I'm still not completely panicking. I think this season's a wash, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, I'm definitely not a clap-out guy, and I never will be. No, I think he's earned his time. He's earned the time to, like, try and see this through. Yeah, and especially if this is being caused from behind-the-scenes uncertainty. Like drama and, Um, yeah. Yeah, and if there's going to be an ownership change, um, yeah, who knows what will happen. It's impossible to say. But meanwhile, the football is terrible. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah. Okay. Um, Yeah, Manchester United are marching on, though. They're doing just, just great. Yeah, secretly... You know, the sneaky contenders right now. Yeah, it's true. Ten Hag's really um, got them looking solid. It's super annoying. Yeah, it's frustrating. I didn't expect them to actually be able to sort that mess out. Yeah. Um, Again, I don't want to gripe too much, but they did get a call that I feel like we wouldn't have gotten. That's salty me speaking. (laughs) But like a super driven shot into an extended hand about 10 yards away. I feel like that's happened to us a couple times this year. Yeah. And we haven't gotten it. Um, And they give it as an incidental. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But it's fine. Uh, Their second goal was super, super nice. Yeah. Really great. It was beautiful. Great team play. The kind of build-up I love where there's different kinds of passes, you know, like yeah. a switch of play. I love it, yeah. A little quick interchange out wide, back in. And when it ends with um, a defense that's so confused that the defenders – or the attacker's just wide open to Yeah, just in. flying right into the open gap. Yeah. Um, I, I put that Rashford was doing his best Holland impression for that goal because yeah. he was standing still. He was just like – Yeah, doing nothing. He was just in the right space and just tapped it home. Yeah. Holland has scored so many of those this year. Um, yeah, great play. Um, worthy of the win, um, even though they had to play the last half hour of the game down to 10 uh, after a pretty fucking ridiculous little incident. Yeah, it got over the, that incident was over the top. Yeah, Jeffrey Schlupp left a little bit in on a foul on the touchline, cleared a player out, and then kind of stood over him. The usual intimidation nonsense. Yeah, yeah. And it really just, like, kicked off. Yeah, clearly somebody was pissed about something else. Yeah, it escalated very quickly, as they say. Yeah. And, um, Casemiro, who's infamous for escaping Reds, um, 
thought he could get away with a two-handed chokehold. <laughs> yeah, to, to, I mean, that's with the cameras these days, zero chance you're getting away with yeah, that. Yeah, he even had like black murder gloves on. Like, he could <laughs> yeah. not have looked more guilty. If he would have pulled them off immediately when he took them off and threw them down real quick. Yeah. Ran away. <laughs> <laughs> threw them into the crowd real quick. Yeah, exactly. Throw away the evidence. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that is super funny. Oh, um, man. But um, United held on um, to win 2-1. Um, and I don't know. I think we'll see whether or not they pay a price for that. Losing Casemiro, if there's any one player that could lose for three games, that's a tough one. Yeah, that's a brutal loss for them. Um, as an Arsenal fan, obviously, I hope it does hurt them as much as it seemingly could. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see because Ten Hag has done a lot with that team. So, yeah, they look, man, they look really, really solid. All of a sudden, I mean, not all of a sudden, they've been growing into the season really steadily. Yeah, yeah, he's. You can see his influence is definitely growing in that squad. I'm trying to look at their next three fixtures here. Ah, oh, here we go. They got Leeds. Leeds on Wednesday, so that's coming up quick. Wait a minute, are these both in the league? They play Leeds twice in a row. Is that a makeup game? Oh, yeah, they do. It must be a makeup game. Oh, dude, that's annoying that those are two of the games that Casemiro's going to miss. Yeah, that is annoying. Leeds, Leeds, and Leicester. (laughs) Come on. That's brutal. Yeah, that's tough. Wait, Leeds going to have a new manager bounce, though. We're good. Uh, Yeah, we'll see about that. I mean, we'll see who they hire. Come on, how can you bounce? They're going to bring Bielsa back. (laughs) They might. It's not unheard of. I mean, that's not unrealistic. Teams like that love bringing back the manager that was doing well before. That's true. That's true. Um, I'd love it. Supposedly, Bielsa considered the Everton job, so he's not trying to stay out of a job. Yeah, no, he's out there. He's looking for work. Yeah. That'd be a funny one. I'd be into it. This episode of Soccer Situations is brought to you by Littlefoot Coffee. I mean, what can I say about Littlefoot Coffee? Um, They're not just friends of the pod. They're family of the pod, quite literally. Um, Alex started Littlefoot years ago after more than a decade of roasting experience, um, roasting coffee for some of the hottest, most fashionable, and uh, most importantly, tasty specialty coffee roasters in America. My favorite thing about it is that it's just really high-grade coffee without a drop of pretense. You're not going to find a bunch of weird, savory notes that the roaster is passing off as intentional. It's just really sweet, comforting flavors that everybody wants in their coffee. And now, for a limited time only, you can get 15% off at littlefootcoffee.com. Promo code SITUATIONS. Once again, you can get 15% off at littlefootcoffee.com using the promo code SITUATIONS. That's it for the weekend's fixtures, right? Okay. Move into the Manchester City uh, charges. Yeah. Yeah, let's let's talk that. So, um, just as of this morning, we got word that... The Premier League itself has charged Manchester City Football Club with more than 100 breaches of their financial regulations. Um, Yeah, it's pretty not shocking, but also shocking that it came out. It's always shocking when you see it, but I don't think anybody who's been following City for the last 10 years would be shocked at all. No, in the sense that they've been breaching regulations is not shocking at all. 
I didn't expect charges. I thought this matter was dead and settled, to be honest. Yeah, me too. I thought they have their fake sponsors, um, and that's that. I think, uh, I mean, I think that's, I got to give credit to the Premier League. We'll see if they actually follow through. Mm-hmm. But seemingly so far, they've kept digging when City were seemingly from the outside looked clean, but they knew something was up and it seems like they kept digging because city was doing a lot to try and hide these issues. Yeah. Um, you know, F1 is super notorious for having these, um, shell company sponsorships as well. And that's the same kind of thing that city I think is being accused of doing. I just recently read an expose uh, that includes one of their sponsors. Um, I don't know if it's a training kit sponsor or a sleeve sponsor, the kind of digital looking logo. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. That's on their side. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That is a betting company. And apparently there's 11 others, 12 betting companies um, that are also littered throughout the premier league that are all actually funneling into um, through one man that is marketing um, like offshore betting to China. All of these companies are just one. They guy. all belong to one man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's sponsoring the like half the teams in the league. Um, yeah, many. in different forms. Yeah, yeah. There's twelve different companies. I read. Um, that's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah, and, and that he hasn't been vetted at all. Like, how how has that not been? Vetted? Yeah, their like vetting system that they seemingly put owners through is clearly not great. No, if the check clears, that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's all they care about. Um, I mean. Like, we can hope that this is maybe, you know, they're going to do the right thing here and actually hold somebody accountable for something. But they have, yeah, the Premier League is definitely not innocent in any of this. No, no, super, super um, complicit. Yeah, they, you know, benefit from the TV revenue. Right. You know, and maybe, honestly, you know, you could say that now that there's more parity in the league in the top six a little bit more, maybe, like they feel like they don't need city as much, you know, as like a financial cash cow. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know what it really is. They see Manchester United coming back to life mm-hmm. and they're like, Oh, baby's back. Yep. Oh, Our cash cow's back. Yeah. We got to kill. We got to kill the city off. Yep. City's got to go back to being a shit club again. Yeah, Disney football back on top, baby. Yep. Yep. <laughs> they want the Arsenal man United, uh, back again. I Ar- mean, it- I was about to say who doesn't. Yeah. I would like Liverpool to still be relevant. Yeah. But it'd be um, fun to have a three horse race. I'm definitely old enough to like oh that when I hear that I think good old days. That was the glory days. I love the good league, old man. days. I'll yeah. take a stray like random Champions League win every couple of years. That's fine for me as a Liverpool <laughs> yeah, Champions fan, to be league, honest. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's so a yeah. good existence. Let's go back to the good old days. Dude. We'll yeah. hover around top four. Yeah, have some you guys will win some Champions we'll League, some mercurial strikers, some FA Cups here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. good. That's a good life as a fan. <laughs> I, I obviously it's, it got me. I'm still here. Yeah, right. But yeah, this is wild. I mean, we'll see. You know, we've been let down before, but yeah. City could face some major charges here. Yeah, um, the word I kept seeing was unprecedented, which is kind of a pussy-ass way of saying no one really knows what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Both in terms of like whether or not anything's going to stick and um, what the penalties might be, even if it does. Yeah. You know? Yeah, who knows what they're actually going to do. Right. There's a 100% chance that – I mean, not 100 
you know what I mean? There's a 95% chance that all these charges could stick, and the Premier League just finds them money, and they just take them yeah. and run. They just take you out know. some money, and they're like, all right, we're good. Yeah. We're make, good here. Make up another new sponsor to pay us, you know. Even more money, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, I would, you know, I heard somebody ask the question today, uh, like, as an Arsenal fan, would you, would you take – the points deduction from city this year to win the title easier or want to take them on head to head and win the title. Uh, it was like, yeah, give me that points deduction. <laughs> all I'll day, take a title all baby. day long. Look, if they're cheating, they're cheating, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's not our fault. Yeah. It's not your fault at all. Do you take those points and you fucking dance on their grave? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Put them down. Um, but yeah, I don't know who knows what they'll do. Yeah. I'm, I'm expecting just to find as well, but, yeah, and same for me. Like, if they offered us those, t- if they stripped their titles and offered them to Liverpool, those t- those years where we lost by one point, obviously, like, it would be kind of a joke. I wouldn't take the satisfaction of winning those titles. Yeah, you know, and I'd be probably have even more bitterness in my heart that I was robbed of that experience. Yeah, but I would definitely laugh about it and take those titles. Oh, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. Also, like, you guys earned those titles then. Yeah, yeah, it's true. You would have won the yeah. league by a mile without them having done that. I know. It's pretty upsetting to think about, Alex. I know, right? I was thinking, though, this year, I was like, if this t- drags out, mm-hmm. if somehow... Uh, it's gonna. Yeah. It, and if they... would have City... Win this year? Win the league this year, and then Arsenal get the league handed to them. But I don't like. I don't want but that. But you don't get to celebrate. But we don't get to celebrate yeah. it. I wouldn't want that. I'd be so mad. Look, Alex, even the year we legitimately straight up won it, we still didn't get to celebrate. So That's true. You know yeah. That is true. <laughs> Only City get to celebrate. We've been goddamn hard done by at Liverpool, okay? We deserve a goddamn title. That is true. God. That is true. It's so unfair. <laughs> we'll see. Klopp will get another run at it. I hope so, man. He's starting to look pretty jaded. Yeah. Like Honestly, though, you have a good, at least the infrastructure and the team is kind of there. Yeah. Even if he does walk away, you could get a good manager in there and keep that thing going. I hope so. I'm still horrified by the concept. You don't want a Thomas Tuchel, man? Where's Tuchel at? Is he floating around no, still? No, I don't want Thomas Tuchel. I don't even want to talk about who I would want. Who do you There's want? There's nobody after Mikel Arteta? I mean, in hindsight, yes. <laughs> you know who's doing pretty well over in the Bundesliga? Xavi uh, Alonso. Oh, Zavi would be a good one. He's handsome enough. Very handsome. Handsome enough to succeed Klopp. Yep, yep. Another young Spaniard manager. Yeah. Zavi, man. He's got a legacy. Another smart player. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Oh, supposedly he's turned around Munching Gladbach. Nice. I like how Munching Gladbach's a good team. Um, what else do we have to talk about? Jesse Marsh got canned. I don't know if that's really worth It's funny that he just recruited more Americans, and now he's fired. Now he's fired, yeah. Those poor Americans. Yeah, they're all going to be so sad. Yeah, Weston McKinney, is that his name? Yeah, Weston McKinney. So, dude, they were just waving. They were listening to Springsteen. Yeah, they were so happy, and then Jesse, out. <laughs> I do yeah. wonder, uh, I was saying, I don't, I think uh, Leeds have, every time I watch them, they look good. Like, the results aren't there, but they always look – they're fun to watch, and they look good, which I guess is, like, all, not always the recipe for success for small teams in the Premier League. Leeds are sitting 17th. Oh, shit. Yeah, worse than I thought. Yep. Le- level on points with Everton. Yeah, they have a game in hand on Everton. So the game right. that they're playing against United right. is a game in hand. So we'll um, see what they can do there. But Yeah, Jesse had to go. 
Yeah, unfortunate because he does seem like he's a, a cool manager, and he actually like he was had him playing good football. But mm-hmm. like I said, that's not always a recipe for staying up. Look at um, wow, look at Brentford up there. Yeah, Brentford. I didn't realize how high up they Brentford were. Is super good. Yeah, I'm kind of scared now. I'm glad they deserve it. They do. I like that team. I don't like playing against them. They're frustrating. They make me angry, but. No, I, I yeah, they're they're know, a good team. Do the double over us this year if they haven't already. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I like to see Wolves out of the relegation zone. I like to think that Liverpool threw that game because Everton rose out of the relegation zone. We had to push them back down. Yeah, got to get Wolves to push them back in there. <laughs> Go ahead, toss some points that way. Yeah, yeah. Don't no. want them getting too uppity. No, keep them in that zone. Got to keep them in the zone until that bounce wears off. Um, do you have the fixtures in front of you? Yeah, yeah. All right. What what kicks us off? So the first game of the weekend. Well, we, so we had the midweek makeup of Manchester United and Leeds, mm. and then the first game of Saturday is West Ham and Chelsea. That'll be actually a good game. Sweet. West Ham hosting Chelsea. Uh, yes, I believe so. Yes. Cool. Um, yeah, Chelsea taking a little tour of London right now. Yeah, a little. Little. It's a crazy how many teams are packed into that into london i know it's, you could say it's not fair that none of the london teams ever really have to travel it's true it's pretty nice it's pretty nice <laughs> oh, that reminds me did Get you see guardiola complaining about it no was he really complaining yeah. about that recently he was like going down to london from manchester is like traveling to northern europe it's like four hours it's crazy he was complaining about it <laughs> complaining about a four-hour trip yeah that's funny you think about the the uh pro-american teams they yeah. travel all across the u.s yeah constantly just so, flying everywhere yeah, and that, into canada that was part of his salty post match after losing to tottenham that's funny um, as hell but anyway um yeah back to the matches yeah that'll be a good game chelsea aren't in good form i know west ham haven't been great this year either no um they can this what a good opportunity to gather some steam though right bailey yep west ham to get a get a good win under their belt there's no problems, Bailey. Only opportunity. Future Arsenal midfielder Declan Rice. <laughs> Did you see <laughs> Enzo Fernandez apparently is a big admirer of Declan Rice. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Is he going to Chelsea? He says that's where he looks to learn. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Enzo. That's a mistake. Yeah, you're not going to do that well. <laughs> that's a mistake. Don't ever learn from Englishmen. Yeah, what are you trying to play for a relegation rival? Yeah, right? Uh, God, I hope Declan Rice doesn't pan out to be good. I know, right? Oh, yeah, that's fine. We can go back and delete this. Yeah, right. And all of our previous episodes in which we shat on him. Yeah, I mean, yeah, especially if Arsenal signed him, I do to roll all this back. Oh, right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's thinking about a new favorite player. Have you been scrubbing the archives from your Jorginho <laughs> hate already? Yeah, God, I, st- I still, he's still got a lot to prove. <laughs> You'll end up the, loving him, you know you will. Yeah, I know. The I Yeah, we, talk, we were talking earlier about the curse of Chelsea players coming to Arsenal. And ruining our club. Oh, yeah. We were going to mention that earlier, but here's the point. We can just talk about it right now. Yeah, expand on that. So Arsenal and Chelsea have a weird transfer history between the two clubs. They've had seven different players now move back and forth between clubs. All fairly big-name players, but let's just say Arsenal have got the raw end of the deal on this one. <laughs> yeah, they definitely <laughs> We've have. had nothing but mostly flops from, from Chelsea. Um, Jorginho, I'm not going to say Jorginho's going to flop. He's a good player. He's a smart player. I think he's a smart buy. But I 
said the same thing about William. So <laughs> I thought William was a smart buy as well. And look at William's actually playing great for Fulham now. I was just going to say, he's back. I that think he just hated it. Arsenal. an Arsenal thing. He did yeah, he like hated it. this. Yeah. Didn't he dunk on y'all right after he left? I think yeah. he did. But we, had, I, we have so many Brazilian friends there. How could he hate us? Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah, so Chelsea and Arsenal have had a weird history. Arsenal have sent Ashley Cole, um, Olivier Giroud, just quality players. They've all gone on to win things for Chelsea. Fabregas? Fabregas. We didn't go directly from Arsenal, though, to oh, Chelsea. Oh, he didn't. But okay, I didn't realize No, that. he, he, did, he just landed Arsenal. at Chelsea. Okay. Um, oh, that's right. Because didn't y'all have the opportunity to re-sign him and couldn't Yeah, Wenger it turned it down. And then he went to Chelsea? Yeah, Wenger, Wenger snubbed his son. Oh, Arsenal. He said he broke his heart, so he couldn't bring him back. <laughs> yeah. Um, but infamous, infamously, uh, William Gallus. Oh, right. Who was a good player when mm-hmm. Arsenal signed him. Mm-hmm. Um, but in January, I think in January of that season, Arsenal were 10 points clear at the top of the table. Um, and Eduardo had his legs snapped in half on the pitch, um, which was, like, super traumatizing for the whole team. But yeah. historically... William Gallus had like a mental breakdown after that. Absolutely. He threw a temper tantrum on the pitch that day. And then just ever since that, that moment on, he was a nightmare for yeah. the locker room. He was a nightmare on the pitch. Yeah. He ruined, he cost us that season. Yeah. Um, safe bet that team, the team did not have a sports psychologist in place. <laughs> yeah, clearly not. That guy was a <laughs> mental mess. Yeah. And he should have been nowhere near the pitch. No, no, he had a breakdown. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, it was unfortunate. Arsenal. I just saw quotes from Eduardo recently saying that Arsenal would have won that league, won the league that year had he not gotten injured. Yeah. And I think that's a hundred percent true. Yeah, that team was cruising. Eduardo was the best striker in the league at the time, mm-hmm. and he, like he was just getting better and better. So yeah, that was just a tragic, tragic time. But we haven't had good luck with our uh, Chelsea players coming over our way. So we'll see if Jorginho can can turn that around we did uh what we say earlier oh yossi benayoun had a good time yeah yossi's i like yossi yossi's kind of like a wandering samurai though he kind of just does well anywhere he goes yeah he's he like a james milner he's a james he, milner yeah, type he pops into town and like kind of saves the day you know we loved him at liverpool too i think yeah. everyone loves him everywhere he's been. yeah he works hard he does cool shit he scores good goals great dribbler he scores big goals too in like big games mm-hmm. yeah i always love yossi super fun player let's see what's the next one we want to talk about well, we can talk about arsenal brentford um, that's the next big one at 10 a.m. Sure, yeah. I mean, that's just going to be a super fun game. What else to say? Um, Brentford have precedent of beating Arsenal. Yeah. Mostly at Brentford, though. This yeah, is this is at the Emirates, so this is, could be a different story. We have beat them up at home a few times. You're rebounding from a tough loss. We're rebounding from a loss. We'll see. The You know, Mikel's going to have the boys motivated. Yeah. Um, I do, I'm curious to see if he changes the starting lineup at all because, um, of the performance at Everton, because now, you know, we actually have a couple of options that he can throw in the game. So maybe Trossard starts, maybe Uh, Jorginho starts, mm, who knows? Um, did anyone stand out as not showing up in that game? Um, honestly, the whole team was kind of a mess. Ben White was a mess at right back. The midfield just wasn't moving the ball quick. I don't think Odegaard had a great game. Yeah. Um, and I know he wasn't happy coming off. But, yeah, the team was just disjointed. Sure. Um, yeah. The energy in the press really rattled them. Yeah. Um, so I don't really think you need to see wholesale changes. No, no, no. There's no. 
I don't think he'll I don't think he'll flip anything crazy, but I do think um there'll be a couple I think there might be a couple of changes in the lineup. Sure. Um just to freshen things up. Um but it'll be a good game either way. Brentford's in really good form. And we'll see. They play a similar they have similar energy to whatever Tim brought. So Yeah. Um do. it'll be we'll see if Arsenal have learned lessons from that Everton game. Maybe losing to a team as low as Everton is um exactly like the you know, sort of splash of water in the face you need. Yeah, the wake up call. Yeah, exactly. you never want to lose that game, but Get you at into least the home stretch kind of wake you up a little bit. Yeah, just let them know that this isn't over. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leicester and Tottenham. Mm, interesting. Uh, Leicester haven't been great. Let's see where Leicester at in the they table just right had now. A, a pretty decent comeback win this past weekend. Yeah, they starting to turn it around. Oh yeah, against Villa. Yeah. Four two. Yeah, I think they were down 2-0 in that game. Oh, yeah, they were. That's right. I watched the highlights of that game. They were down 2-0. Um, although I can't say I've watched a lot of Leicester lately, if I'm being honest. I um, haven't either. Tottenham are hit or miss as far as form goes. Yeah, this is going to be the game that ruins my Premier League predictor app, my $50,000 bet on the <laughs> predictor. Yeah, yeah. Because this is it's a tough one to call. Who knows which way this will go. Yeah. Um, Tottenham love to play like ass after a big win. That is true. That is true. Leicester might be the safe bet here. They'll still be hung over from congratulating Harry Kane on his <laughs> club high, just club high record. Record. Yep. yep. <laughs> I'm too much of it. Going, going over the top, but um, they. I mean, they. Yeah, they deserve it. So. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, that's a tough one to call. It'll probably be a fun game as well. Yeah, uh, yeah, that'll be a fun one to watch. No Christian Romero for Tottenham. No Christian Romero. He picked up a red. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yep, they had another red card. Um, Leeds United are playing again, so they play twice, Wednesday, Sunday. It's like a good old MLB doubleheader. Yeah. game, back-to-backs against United. Yeah. That would be interesting just to see how those results go. I don't think you have seen – we don't see that very often, two teams playing that close. Sometimes it's like in the cup versus – Yeah. You know, but then you see different squads. Yeah. But this is both league games. Back so you're, to back league games. You're going to see the same squad roughly. Yeah, it's strange. It's a strange one. Um, so that'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, and Leeds prob- yeah. probably won't have a new manager before this first one, but maybe by the time the second one comes around, they'll have a manager. Hmm. So we'll see how that affects it. And then, I mean, the rounding off the weekend, which Monday is Liverpool Everton. Oh, geez. <laughs> that's gonna be um I, I truly think they're gonna just bully us it's at anfield um yeah i mean alternately here's my positive take this is exactly what we need because it's true it's a mental lethargy that is that is killing us it's true and you know this could be the game that turns your season around yeah if anything breaks the curse yeah it's everton we hate them yeah, no, this could do it. This could be the spark. You know, I mean, um, obviously, you're not like, you're not title challenging this year, but you do like getting up to Europa League places at least is a minimum for you guys. I think as a requirement. I would just like a morale boost before we have to line up against Real Madrid. Yeah, that's true. Because that's going to be rough. That's going to be brutal. Also, you know, you're, you you got to be holding out hope that this is one of those seasons <laughs> you have where you win the Champions League, even though you're dog shit in the league. Yeah, we do like to do that. <laughs> Um, I was going to say, you know, I just need to be positive again. Like Real Madrid, that's just another chance to turn it all around. Yeah. We can show up against them. Yeah, it's true. You guys like playing Madrid. What a motivation. 
Um, those games are always fun to watch, too. That's a great Champions League tie. Yeah, at least I have that to look forward to. Yeah, that's always fun. And if we take a beating, I'm not going to be that mad about it. I'm like, yeah, yeah. that's been coming. Spit what you expected. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's it for next week, huh? Yeah. I mean, there's a we have a makeup game on Wednesday, the 15th. Who is we that could either talk about it's the City, Man City game. Oh, right. It's the first game against City in the league at the Emirates. How do you feel about that one? I feel good about it. All right, what's today's date? Today's the sixth. sixth. Are we gonna? Is that too far again? Before now, we could talk about it. Let's do a quick snap preview. We can do a little snap preview. Yeah, yeah. And we'll cover it again. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I feel confident at home. Anyway, I feel confident just because the FA Cup game we changed the team quite a bit, and we lost that game. But I feel like we were in that game and we could have won that game. And we weren't even, that wasn't even our best 11. Definitely, yeah. And at City had, I don't think City, that was 100% their 11, but it was close, way closer than ours to their best 11. Yeah. And a lot of people would say on form that was their best 11. Yeah, for sure. So I feel good about the wet that. And, you know, Mikel, if anybody knows how to play against a Pep team, it's Mikel. Yep. So, um, yeah, I actually had scribbled a little random note that I noticed. It's, I think it's really funny. He appointed Rodolfo Burrell as his assistant now, who is very much a non-threatening, older kind of journeyman Spanish coach. <laughs> um, you know, he's probably in his 60s, yeah, 50s or yeah. 60s. Uh, he, I recognized him because he used to be Liverpool's academy director. Um, but yeah, after creating a Mikel, Pep's like, fuck that. I'm not... I'm not, I'm not creating I mean, another I mean, enemy. Yeah, it's like some Sith <laughs> stuff. He like, yeah. raised a, an apprentice up to slay him. And yeah. He's... he's he learned that lesson. Yeah, he's that mad. Was super funny to see. Yeah, he's not gonna have that again. No. Bailey, Bailey's real mad at me right now. She wants to go outside. Yeah, we can. We're almost done, Bailey. I think we can call it. I don't yeah, know what we else pretty much talked about it. I mean, that's pretty much everything. Cool. Cool. All right, Bailey, it's time for you. Um, that will do it for episode eleven of Soccer Situations. Thanks a lot for listening. Um, check out the website. There's more content coming. What else, Alex? Nah, what just, are we supposed to tell listeners to do? Um, I don't know. Like, subscribe, uh, hit, uh, what's the YouTube thing? We don't have YouTube. Yeah, well, we're going we're gonna <laughs> to tell you to like and subscribe and yeah. hit that hit that follow button, notifications. Isn't that the kind of stuff we're supposed to talk about? Yep. <laughs> do all that stuff. <laughs> Interact with the podcast on the internet. That's yeah. That's all you got to do. Yep, that's, that's it. All right. Thanks, y'all. Um, we'll see you next week. Later, y'all. Bye. Soccer. Soccer, 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 soccer. Situation. Situation.